Hello everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode. This is Israelitis. My name is Linus and it's nice to meet you virtually. If you haven't already, you may follow me on my Instagram accounts at Israelitis underscore podcast and at Linus Shanai. So I um, and also if you have been enjoying these episodes, please rate them on Spotify and any other platforms that you've noticed that there's like a rating from one to five hopefully a five <laughs> anyway um and i also oh my gosh i made that noise i'm so sorry y'all i'm adjusting to this new microphone that i have oh i'm so excited sorry i got really excited but anyway um and also i'm adjusting to the fact that i've been gone for a very long time and so it's been so long i you know, I've been uploading about Exodus now, and I'm so happy about that. I didn't expect to actually finish reading it, but the Father, you know, moved upon me to finish reading Exodus. So here we are, and I'm so happy because it's actually quite juicy. When I'm reading Exodus, I'm like, whoa, this is juicy. Because, um, you know, even though you can read the Bible over and over again, you can forget, like, even, like, going back and you're, like, reading the Bible as if you've never read it before. And it's just so juicy. But anyway, I hope that you guys have been having a really good, had a good year last year. I definitely had a rough year. And um, I had the enemy, I allowed the enemy to, to discourage me of not uploading episodes. I'm so very sorry about that. But one thing's for sure, I did graduate college. Yes, it's so exciting. It is very exciting and I'm so happy that I finally was able to graduate. And I also wanted to say that I really appreciate all the support that you guys give. I know it's not a lot of people that listen to my episodes, but it really is appreciated. Even the few that listen to my episodes. Um, And it just, it really blesses me to see that people are blessed by these episodes. And so, yeah. um, Yeah, so... And also, the next break that I do have, I will prayerfully make sure that I say, hey, I'm taking a break from uploading instead of just being MIA and you guys are like confused on where I went. And so, and to know that I will come back. And so, yeah. Um, Yeah, I thank you guys so much. Uh, Sorry for the long intro. I just wanted to update you guys. And I thought it would be right to do that. And then also, um... Yeah, I think that's all for the introduction. And so now I am going to give out this word that the father gave me a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. But before we get into it, um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity to give out this word titled Satan Has No Power. Um, I know that it sounds like a really confusing topic, but I'm really excited to share this. And I hope that it blesses those because it's definitely blessed me as you've been teaching me about the authority that we carry. And I thank you so much, Father, that they will be encouraged to know that the authority that they carry um, in Christ Jesus' name and Yahweh Shai. I thank you so much. Hallelujah. In the name of Yahweh Shai, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. So, or Khan, sorry. I say amen too. <laughs> um, a lot has changed. And I also would like to do an episode about that, about St. Jesus. Amen. Well, it's not really a lot about amen, 
but really about the name of Jesus and just all of that jazz. I'm really excited um, about that, but um, we're not getting into that right now. So, um, so this uh, word came from when I said Satan has no power. And it was inspired when I was reading Exodus, which is so funny. I'm reading through Exodus, reading it to you guys, and then it was just like the father hit me. It was like, <gasps> I got really excited when I saw what I saw. I got really excited. But um, before we get into the Exodus part, I just wanted to first give and go back to the Garden of Eden and go back to Genesis 3 verses 1 through 7 but of course i'm not gonna read all of 1 through 7 i just may give a quick summary of an idea it's really 4 through 7 um but yeah let's get started so genesis 3 so 1 through 7 explains how the serpent was the most cunning beast of the field and deceived the woman to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil plus she gave to her husband and he ate and so then i'm reading verses 4 through 7 and it says Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw... Also, I'm so sorry, I just completely paused this entire action. But I wanted to say this word came from July 29th, 2023. That's how you know. That's that's a while, y'all. That's been a minute. But anyway, I'm so sorry for interrupting that, but I just wanted to... Uh, clear the air to know that it was that far away of how long ago that I should have shared this word and so yeah (laughs) anyway um let me reread that again then the serpent said to the woman you will not surely die for God knows that in the day you eat of it your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God knowing good and evil so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food that it was pleasant to the eyes and a desirable to make one wise she took of its fruit and ate she also gave to her husband with her and he ate then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings and so you see we think we can be like god or the kjv says um, to be as gods but we cannot be for there is no other we assume we will have power if we have x y and z or do x y and z and satan is smooth at delivering this to us as he did to yahweh shy jesus in matthew 4 8 through 11 when he was tempted by god in the wilderness and, and and the father used satan to do so and ultimately did not give in and yahweh did not give in to his lies and deceiving words and so this leads into Exodus because um, how we want to be God and all these things. In Exodus, um, you know, Pharaoh, okay, so I did a little bit of research, a little bit of research, a lot of research, because I had to do a presentation over Egypt last semester, and it was the, I'm so glad I picked this um, place because I uh, picked it because it actually, I learned so much from it. But anyway, in Egypt, pharaohs i i don't know why some of you guys probably like i already knew that but i didn't pharaohs are perceived as god like they are looked at as they believe that they are a god like they believe that they are god like for real for real and so all their like symbolisms of like their like garments and what they wear symbolizes their kind of authority or whatever that they have and so it leads into this juiciness of exodus and so sorry (laughs) and so it leads into this exodus 7 9 through 13 
When Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for you, then you shall say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went in unto Pharaoh, and they did so as Yah had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers. Now the magicians of Egypt, they also did in like manner with their enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods, and he hardened Pharaoh's heart, that he hearkened not unto them, as Yah had said. So you see, the father is showing his power and his authority over Pharaoh's and, uh, and his magicians and all those things. And so um, this shows that magic does work, but it isn't all powerful as it shows. Aaron's rod that was instructed by God, the most high, that serpent swallowed up the Egyptian serpent. Keep in mind that, oh, actually, just kidding. I already mentioned that. <laughs> um but yeah, so essentially, pretty much, the Egyptian culture, the pharaohs believed that they were God, so the father came to prove them wrong. And so that is his goal, to prove to all nations that he is God. Um, and then Exodus 7, 19-22, it says, And Yah spake unto Moses, I'm so sorry, I'm swallowing so much, y'all, in this microphone, y'all probably like, ew, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, I don't know. Um, Exodus 7, verses 19 through 22. It says, And Yah speak unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Take thy rod, and stretch out thine hand upon the waters of Egypt, upon their streams, upon their rivers, and upon their ponds, and upon all their pools of water, that they may become blood, and that, excuse me, and that there may be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. And Moses and Aaron did so, as Yah commanded. And he lifted up the rod and smote the waters that were in the river, in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the waters that were in the river were turned in, were, sorry, that were turned to blood, and the fish that was in the river died. And the river stank, and the Egyptians could not drink of the water of the river, and there was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. And the magicians of Egypt did so with their enchantments, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Neither did he hearken unto them, as Yah had said. So this also shows how the Egyptians mimic God's hand, turning water into blood, using their enchantments. In the end, God's hand prevailed because of the water that he turned into blood remained, and they didn't have water to drink. So ultimately, the Egyptians, they can show their little cute little magic tricks, the cute little things, but ultimately, that didn't do anything. That didn't really hurt nobody. That didn't do anything. But when the waters turned into blood by the Most High, and they are thirsty, ain't no water. Mm, telling me. <laughs> okay, let me stop. Okay, Exodus. And so there is also an ending to the points that I'm saying. I'm just going to continue to read the verses. And so just bear with me. Exodus 8, 1 through 7. And Yah spake unto Moses, Go unto Pharaoh, and say unto him, um, Also, this is when he, I'm just going to summarize this part. This is when he turned, uh, he's asking them to turn into frogs, the rods, and the frogs are going to come. And Yeah. And so then, in verses 5 through 7, 
It says, And Yah spake unto Moses, saying to Aaron, Stretch forth thine hand with thy rod over the streams, over the rivers, and over the ponds, and cause frogs to come up upon the land of Egypt. And Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. And the magicians did so with their enchantments and brought up frogs upon the land of Egypt. Here it is again, how the magicians performed their enchantments, making frogs, but God's frogs showed great distress. Then in verse 8, Pharaoh, later in, in verse 8, Pharaoh was, sorry, Pharaoh was pleading once again. It's like they can show their so-called powers all day, but ultimately God's hand is way more powerful and the only true power which causes them to plead because you can do your little cute things. But when the Father comes into the place, when the Most High comes in, um, it's like, woo. Okay, let me plead. Let me, let me, let's talk about this. Um, so Exodus 8, and now we're, wait, I'm sorry. Now it's later on in Exodus 8, so verses 16 through 19. And it says, and this is the one about lice. And so this is when all the land was covered in lice. And so now we're going to go, um, and we're going to read, I didn't mark the actual, so it's verses 16 through 19, but I'm going to randomly start in this right here. And the magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lice. Um, yes, so the father put lice all over the land of Egypt, and then the magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not. Um... So there were lice upon man and beast. Then the magician said unto Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened. And he hearkened not unto them as he, as Yah had said. So they couldn't bring forth the lice. So finally it shows that the magicians have limited power to what they can do. But God can do everything. It shows that the magicians had some form of power and Pharaoh had some form of, ooh, look at my, get my um, wise people, get my magicians, get them and let's see what they can do. But not, but they are not the ultimate power as Yah displays. So now we're going to get into, um, and I, this whole point of this message is that we have the authority in Jesus Christ, but we haven't gotten to that yet. But I just want you to know that that we think that oh my god the world is overtaken by witchcraft blah 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 that that is we have the authority we have the authority that we carry in the name of Yahweh we have the authority that we carry in his name and that the enemy has no authority over our families over our friends over whoever that we're praying for and so yeah um, which I'm gonna get into in a second. I'm jumping ahead, so let me slow down. So this correlates with Acts 8, 9 through 11, and it shows a man named Simon. I'm summarizing the the verses, so we won't be reading every single one of them. But Acts 8, 9 through 11, it shows a man named Simon who performed magic, and many believed he was demonstrating the great power of God. Then in verses 12 through 17 shows that Philip, one of the apostles, was acting upon the Holy Spirit, and they laid hands on the people, and they received the Holy Spirit. And as it continues in verses 18 through 25, Simon wanted that power and thought he could purchase it. He thought he could make money and gain followers, but Peter curses him and said, Let you and your money perish, because he thought the gift of God could be purchased. Peter proceeds to say, that he was bound by poisonous and iniquity. Simon prayed that this curse wouldn't stay with him. This specific part of the chapter shows that magic works, but it's not all powerful 
because even the people even drew away from this man, Simon, and saw, oh my goodness, did you see what that joker did? Did you see that? Bruh, I'm thinking this man, Simon, right here, got all power, and this joker over here, uh, laying hands somebody, and they praying and us like, what? Or, dang, they stand up and walking. Did you see that? Did you see that? You know, and that's ultimately um, the point of this is that they have some form of power, but there is no power. And so from the beginning in Genesis 3, remember going back to what I was reading in Genesis 3. Oh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> in Genesis 3 um, and how uh, the serpent, Satan, was hey girl like how's it going how you doing you know it didn't say that you will die you're not gonna die like what girl no you are not gonna die you'll just be like god you know you you'll just be as gods you'll have all power and know all things you know but then here we are people thinking they have all knowing and all power and then they see the real power of the father moving in his servants and it's like oh i'm thinking i can have all power until you realize it's limited so and then in acts 16 so we're wait yeah so Acts 16 16 through 21 so i'm actually gonna read this whole thing Acts 16, 16 through 21 says, And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show, uh, show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ. Hold on. Sorry, I thought I was going to burp. In the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her master saw that the hope of her gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to get into it, but if you if you know, you know. Um, but anyway, that's a whole other episode. But anyway, um, you guys are probably like, what is she talking about? But anyway, um, this shows there's the spirit of divination and saying that possessed a damsel, which is a girl or young woman, and it was casted out. And the men who profited off of her were so upset with Paul and Silas because they can't make money anymore. It shows that God's power trumps any other, no matter how the signs work. It is why the Father said, Go and speak to your gods that they may save you. In Isaiah 8, we're going back to Old Testament 8, 19 through 22 to his people. But he knows they aren't because no magic, fortune telling, etc. can't trump God's power. So essentially in isaiah 8 19 through 22 he explains how go talk to your familiar spirits and wizards and go do your thing but then in verse 20 um it says that to the law and to the testimony if they speak not according to this word it is because there is no light in them so ultimately the magic the sorceries the enchantments nothing is going to work against the most high no matter how hard you try which is why in egypt 
Um, and when Pharaoh was and he's like, oh, get the magicians and get them to do this, da 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 da, right? And every time they would do it, and be like, oh yeah, okay, you can do it, but like ultimately they were thirsty ultimately there were frogs in the land bothering them um making them suffer having lice y'all can y'all imagine lice all on the land i would be like oh my goodness how can y'all not believe that this guy like what and even the magicians are like whoa this is the finger of god like uh pharaoh you might want to you know repent you know real quick you know what i'm saying you know and i just I think this this is so powerful what the father showed me this that nothing stand against his cold in psalms 147 17 and then we're gonna go down to oh and then it continues to say this we think that because these things have power we think it's the true light but it's a false light as it says in matthew 6 22 to 23 the light of the body is the eye if therefore thine eye be single thy whole body shall be full of light but if thine eye is evil thy whole body shall be full of darkness if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness how great is that darkness and this light that your eyes are drawn to seems to be causing suicide division and other potential issues because you thought that what satan offered was true power and peace but you still feel empty naked and alone therefore resulting in a negative outcome such as fornication idolatry adultery division murder and suicide depression bipolar homosexuality theft and other things that produces death as the wages of sin is death in romans 6 23 and the light that they thought uh, were true cannot do anything and therefore the most high is going to perform what he says he's going to do it is why we have authority in the name of Yahweh Shai in the name of Jesus whatever language you're using <laughs> um, you will have authority and but not using it for gain like the man Simon was trying to do in Acts 8 9 through 25 and so also um, this relates to a false light, false, you know, narrative, 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 through 10. It says the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. So all of this shows that your magical powers that many desire to be the true purpose for their life it is a false reality even saul in first samuel 28 3 through 20 thought he could perform necromancy and which is to call up the dead and um and so he was trying to call up samuel because everything he was in distress and and samuel died and he had he and, and the father wasn't talking to him because he dethroned them and took his spirit and put it in um david and so he was distressed because the father wasn't talking to him so he <laughs> he went and decided to have a get a necromancer and have him have her do her little thing whatever and to call up samuel because god yeah god wasn't talking to him but then god used that to speak to saul about his judgment so in the end saul cannot try and override what god is already going to do his god said nothing because they can't turn saul's punishment around since god already spoke it and so pretty much 
he tried to think, oh, if I can do this, the father will speak to me or Samuel will speak to me a good thing. But it wasn't a good thing. That it was a false light. You thought that the father was going to do something so amazing. But no, no, no. Samuel's like, why are you waking me up? Like, you guys need to read that story in First Samuel 28. Um, but it was just like, why are you waking me up? Like, I'm asleep. But no. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Um, anyway. Every day we are working at our own salvation, Philippians 2, 12 through 13. So we can be free or stay in bondage or to be free and, and not be in bondage, according to Romans 6, 16 and Romans 8, 1 through 2. And Saul, unfortunately, didn't get an opportunity to have a second chance. But seeing his story shows that when we don't have God, we search for other ways of communicating to other spirits. And it always seems to backfire, though it may work for a moment, just like Pharaoh um, sorry, just like Pharaoh and his magicians, it may work in their own world, but when the real God is shown, it shows how truly weak they are, and so truly without God, we can't do anything. In the name of Yahweh Shai, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of, I, I remember someone, in, someone from my school in Portuguese, they say Jesus, which is so interesting, um, but anyway, in the name of Jesus Christ, there is authority over every unclean spirit and demon that cannot override the power of the Most High. And so I hope this episode encourages you to understand and learn about the authority the Father gives you over the enemy and continue to pray over your family, friends, and others. For we walk in the authority of the Father in Jesus' name and Yahweh Shai's name. No matter what the enemy may seem to present, he has no power. Hallelujah. So I hope that that continues to encourage you because that's one thing he was teaching me throughout this entire year. Even though I was still a little like, oh, yeah, da, 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 da. He was teaching me about the authority that I carry and before I continue with that I'm going to um yeah before I continue with that give me one more. yes he gives us the authority that we carry and and when we don't know that the enemy knows it he's like oh they don't know what authority they carry so what I'm gonna do is be like you know I make you think you can be afraid of me, be scared, roar, you know. And so, really, we shouldn't be afraid of the enemy. He can't do anything. Like, boo, like boo back to you, you know. <laughs> that sounds funny. But anyway, um, yeah. So I just hope that this encourages you guys. And sorry for all the, sorry guys. I'm adjusting to this mic, and I'm just trying to talk and not like feel like I have to move the mic every five seconds away from me. But. I thank you guys so much for listening, and I really hope this encourages encourages you guys to continue to keep fighting, keep going, to not quit, to not feel like you're about to give up, or you feel like the enemy is ruling over your family, even generational curses that the Father is breaking off my life, and I hope that that encourages you to know that you have authority over the enemy, and that nothing can stand against the Most High, Most High is cold, I love that verse, it's one of my favorite verses when he's like, who can stand against his cold i'm like oh my goodness and so i really love that but anyway i'm gonna pray and yeah so thank you guys for listening i'm gonna pray heavenly father thank you so much for this episode it's something that you've put on my heart and i didn't expect 
um, to do it so late. Um, I'm so sorry for my disobedience, but I'm so grateful that I'm able to do this, that I was able to do this. And I thank you so much for the people that are blessed by this. I pray that you'll give them the encouragement and the motivation to continue to um, know that they are authority in Christ Jesus or whatever language they decide to use but to know that the enemy cannot tremble over them, that the enemy cannot do anything to them. And, um, and that in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, that they have no place, that the enemy has no place in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds. And um, also, I pray that you'll help us to be sober-minded and being careful not to give place to the devil. I pray that your spirit will give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding so that we can be sober-minded and being aware that, oh, let me not do that. Oh, wait, let me not, let me not invite that person because, you know, we don't want to go backwards. We don't want to go back to our old ways. I pray that your spirit will guide and lead us in all that we do. And I pray also that they'll continue to go back and study on their own and study the authority that they carry in Christ Jesus' name and in the name of Yahweh Shai and to really be encouraged and to seek your face and to ask you, Father, what other verses can I, what other verses do I read? What other verses? What is there? Boom, 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 boom. That Father... Yeah, Father, um, my bad. Um, my mic just completely went out for some reason. But yeah, Father, I thank you so much that you'll help them study and find scripture to help them seek you. As you know, I go and look at a video and I'm like, oh, that's uh, that sounds uh, that's biblical right there. Let me go study on my own and I go and find it. And I'm like, I'm like, I go and search it out in your scriptures and then you give me more than what was given in the video because maybe they had limited time. They don't want to share every little thing because that'll be like five hours long. But I just thank you, Father, that your spirit will give them that encouragement and motivation to continue to seek your face and to continue to die to their flesh, to continue so that we can uh, be servants and stewards unto you, worshiping you in spirit and truth, um, and that we won't unless we sin against you. And if anyone's struggling with anything, um, whether it's addictions or um, anything mentally, uh, emotionally, whatever it is, I pray that you'll give them encouragement as you haven't given me encouragement and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and you've given me encouragement of the things that you're dealing with me in. And I just pray that your spirit will give them the know that there is wisdom in how to get delivered, how to be free and to resist temptations that may try and come in their direction. And I pray that your spirit will guide and lead us in all that we do. Sorry, for your kingdom and for your glory. In the name of Yahweh Shai, Jesus Christ, I pray. Hallelujah. Bye, guys. <laughs>